This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, March 31st. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing today? I am doing good, Christian. I don't know if you can hear me. Uh, is the mic not muted? Nope, oh, you're all good. Okay, cool. Then I won't trust the screen. It says you are muted. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're coming through my board, so we're just oh. using your video on there. All so. right, sounds good. I am doing good, guys. I am here in good old Nevada one last day. Uh, sorry for the best of the last few days. It's been uh, a busy, busy week, but uh, man, good to be here in studio with you, at least for one episode this <laughs> week. <laughs> hey, we'll take you where we can get you, Tone, and we I know uh, your trip out here was uh, a condensed one, so uh, mm-hmm. you had a lot of visits to get in, but uh, I don't think the listeners will mind too much a couple best of episodes uh, for your mental sanity. Yeah, no, it, it was nice. Uh, I know when we last talked, I was on my way out. We got that in and out burger that I kept raving about, but uh, yeah, here we are, man. It's uh, the flight. Uh, it's in reverse. Now we do the show, and then it's uh, off to... Uh, off to travel land again so headed back home yeah so, uh, but happy to be in studio with you man this always goes a little smoother i think in-house so well knock on wood don't jinx it yeah so. <laughs> well, i don't got wood you're gonna have to knock on wood actually tap on wood. there you go, there you go. all right that works <laughs> well folks let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host tony this one's not necessarily on the weird or crazy side but uh french monks what would you assume that they are known for um, for ooh, being very peaceful from France this yeah. time, yes. You, you would think, you know, maybe uh, drinking a, a good bottle of uh, the blood of Christ. Yeah, you know, a little wine, <laughs> a little, little baguette. Exactly. Yeah, you know. Well, all that goes to say that a French monastery in the heart of Burgundy launched an emergency online sale Friday to get rid of thousands of its prized artisanal cheeses Jesus. which are languishing in cellars as COVID-19 keeps buyers away the Citeau Abbey just south of Dijon birthplace of the Sister Sician Sister Christian right, from Ron Burgundy usually sells its raw milk semi-soft discs only to restaurants or visitors who make the trek to its on-site shop 
But a drop in demand since the coronavirus crisis erupted last year has left the Abbey's 19 Trappist monks with 4,000 cheeses too many, the equivalent of 2.8 tons. We tried explaining to our 75 cows that they needed to produce less milk, but they don't seem to have understood. Brother Jean-Claude. Van Damme. Yeah, that would be awesome if it was. In charge of marketing at the monastery founded in 1098, told AFP. Our sales are down nearly 50%, he said, with French restaurants still closed since October 30th as authorities tried to curb a third wave of cases. We need to clear our stock. It's a sin for fans of cheese made by the monks since 1925, which won the silver medal of last year's International Food and Drink Competition Lion, a bastion of France's culinary heritage. The monks teamed with internet startup Divine Box, which sells products made by Abbeys in France and elsewhere, with the goal of selling at least a ton of cheese by Tuesday. Ooh, hopefully not all to the same person, because... Right, uh, that's a lot of cheese. Yeah, I'd hate to be a plumber in France if that's yeah. the case. So. Vive, vous, vous, I have the poo-poo. <laughs> that's not like Yogi Bear, though. But all that goes to say, and I will post this on our Facebook page, that if you guys want some fine French cheese made by uh, some monks... Go on to their website. I don't know if they ship to the U.S., but, uh, you know, if you're a cheese fan, this might be the way to go. Ooh. All right. I was waiting for, like, some crazy story. That was just not one of the crazy ones. It took a hard hard left. Well, I had this one set up for Monday as sort of a nice way to ease ourselves into the week as opposed to uh, just hitting you hard. But, uh, you know, I figured I'd go ahead and use it and let people know about the cheese shortage or uh, uh, overage if you will. You better start buying some cheese, folks. (laughs) Well, folks, it is Wednesday. We've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? Hump Day! Yeah! It is Hump Day, and as we do on Wednesdays, we have words are hard. Always hard. Always hard. We have a segment called Emergency. Our calling topic today is your favorite kid joke. Yeah, it should be pretty straightforward. Yeah. We should get some good interaction on the stereo app there. We have a segment called Behind the Scenes. We close out the day with This Day in History. And up next is Tony with the entertainment news. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and we've got a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It is our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners and watchers, an opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you bought some cheese from from some French monks. Boy, that's a tongue twister. We want to hear about it. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and you know what that means. Tony is here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, March 31st, and here is your Filippo Fast. The Wonder Years' Don Cheadle will narrate the ABC reboot series. That should be good. 
Elton John revealed he collaborated in an unidentified project with Metallica. I heard about that. That's going to be interesting as well. (laughs) The bitch is back. Yeah. Okay. That was bad. Black Adam release date uh, is now pushed back to July 29th, 2022. So Black Adam has been official and is happening. Sharon Osbourne exits the talk amongst controversy. And the Mortal Kombat movie has been delayed one week after Warner Brothers announced the video game adaptation will now be released April 23rd instead of its April 16th release. At least it's just a week Disappointed! Yeah, I know. But I get, was really looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. now you gotta wait one more week. But on a plus note, you know, Godzilla vs. Kong is out. Today. Today, like right now, after our show, you can get your Godzilla Kong on. Yeah, if your flight wasn't so late, I'd say let's go to the movies yeah, afterwards. Yeah, it'd but, be sweet. Well, yeah. yeah, I will... It'll be Orlando all over again. Right. <laughs> Maybe they'll be nicer this time. Yeah, I'm starting to think that's why they broke my luggage. They put a note in there for the baggage challenge. That idiot from Orlando bust his wheel, would (laughs) you? Anyways, um, so Monday typically this would have been the uh, the thing to do on a Monday, which would have been the weekend box office report. But this is our Monday in the sense of shows, so you're getting no box office reports since we're talking movies. Uh, This weekend saw some bloody action at the box office as the R-rated movie Nobody. Opened in first place with an estimated 6.7 million. The Universal release, starring Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad lawyer Bob Odenkirk as an assassin drawn out of retirement, also opened in several international territories last weekend and now has a worldwide total of 11.7 million. Uh, the movie. Uh, was originally scheduled for release in August of 2020, but of course delayed and bounced around. But it finally arrived. Um, it's getting uh, some good, um, good scores on Rotten Tomatoes. It's averaging about 79% on Rotten Tomatoes and a Metacritic score of 65. So there is that. And I think you were telling me uh, the director of John Wick is the same director for this movie. Correct. So it has that same sort of feel and vibe and. Of course, action-packed violence. Yeah, it's definitely something I want to see. Yeah, you know that. Yeah. So that right now in theaters, there's actually, I'd say there's three movies. I four. Yeah. I'd like to see uh, currently out right now, which means I need to get my butt to the theaters. Um, after holding the top spot for three weekends, the animated fantasy Araya and the Last Dragon moved to second place with three point five million. Disney's PG-rated adventure, which is available to stream on Disney Plus at an extra cost, if you don't want to go to the theater, but you should should go yes um has domestic total of 28.3 and a worldwide total of 90.4 million so that's doing really well uh currently in theaters um and again that doesn't even take into account how much the premiere access has made for that movie. correct i'm they have not released that at all they're, they're being real quiet on that yep. i know it's got to be pretty good um, in third place the, was the PG-rated animated live-action hybrid Tom and Jerry with 2.5 million after five weekends, and it's just about to disappear from the HBO Max streaming service. So that's kind of weird that theirs is a short run on mm-hmm. HBO Max. I didn't realize they only have it for a small period, and then it goes away. Yeah, so what you'll see happen is, same with Godzilla vs. Kong, and all the movies they release will be available on HBO Max for a certain period of time it'll disappear for a while that way uh, it gives um, the home video 
version, so DVD, Blu-ray, download, you know, uh, people can purchase it. And then I'd say probably in about six months, you'll see it appear again on HBO Max. That, that makes sense. So if you haven't seen Tom and Jerry yet, you want to watch it on HBO Max. There you go. Um, but the movie has brought in $79 million um, uh, domestically. So um, yeah. Next well, to the Crudes, I think it's been the big winner of the whole pandemic. Yeah, it's, it's done quite well for itself. My cousin, uh, she told me uh, when I saw her the other night, and she goes, did you watch Tom and Jerry? I just picture you watching Tom and Jerry because I'm a goofball. I said, actually, Tom and Jerry looks crappy to me. And she goes, yeah. oh, okay then. Uh, speaking of another movie we wanted to see, uh, Doug Lyman's sci-fi adventure, Chaos Walking, was in fourth place, brought in $1.18 million on its fourth weekend, uh, bringing its domestic total to 11.4 and 15.6 worldwide, oof, on a reported cost of $100 million. So that one's definitely right. not making no money back. Well, to be fair, it's sort of an afterthought movie anyway. It sat on the shelves for a while. It, I think they even did it. Uh, they made the movie before Tom Holland was Spider-Man or like right after the first one. It, yeah. it's, it's been sitting for a while. Yeah, it's been there for a long bit. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's period thriller The Courier brought in 1.4 uh, to be number five. So that was your that was your more explained five and then coming in the bottom five crude's new age up to 56 million the marksman aka taken nine 14.8 boogie the movie about a booger or basketball 3.8 minari i have no idea what that is 1.8 million and wonder woman 84 45.8 million and that's when you can actually get on blu-ray now and stuff i saw it at the the grocery store uh, the other day you're picking up the uh the tin collector's the, the collector's edition, edition. yeah you no. love that movie so uh, much awful movie it was, it was really bad um especially, unfortunately yeah especially when you compare it side by side with the first one which was so good yeah and this just was this was not it um speaking of movies getting pushed back another one i have to report is venom let there be carnage has been delayed again but Seemingly, these delays are not as bad as what I usually report. This one it was supposed to be out uh, after it's been shuffled many times. It's It was supposed to be out September 17th. Now it will be opening September 24th. So, okay, push back uh, so we still get it in September, which is good, which when you really think about it, you know, as this as the movie theater, or, um, as the movie season kicks in, we got a lot of big movies coming out, and there's... They're finally at wit's end where they can't delay them anymore. They're just yep. kind of like, Ugh, we're up, our backs are against the wall. So here it is, like Black Widow. It's like here, we can push it here, and that's all we can do with it. You yeah. can't push it any further. At some point this year, there's going to be blockbuster movie after blockbuster movie, just week after week after week. Sometimes, you know, you get a little bit of a breather, especially when a Marvel movie is released. But uh, that's not going to be the case this year no. or probably even next year. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing what we have. And right now, yeah. like I said, there's about four movies you and I both want to see. And I wish there was more time. To, uh, I wish I was out here through the rest of the week so we could go see some of these. I know. But, yeah. uh, that's okay. You guys should go check them out, though. Um, moving on to TV. Now I knew this was coming up, but uh, it was a very nice. Uh, we got a very nice random trailer and a poster yesterday for Star Wars: The Bad Batch. Um, it was announced it will open with a 70-minute premiere episode. Wow. Um, and uh, basically, the description of the new trailer for Disney's Plus's animated series, the show will debut 
Tuesday, May 4th. Um, it will run with a special 70-minute premiere, followed by a new episode every Friday starting on May 7th. Um, once the trailer the trailer shows off Hunter, Echo, Tech, Wrecker, and Crosshair in action, showing them performing an unimpressed Grand Moff Tarkin before what seems to be their escape from their Camino home. We also see characters who will appear alongside the clones, um, including an unnamed Camino child that seems to be along for the ride. Uh, the young saw Gera, played by Andrew Cascino, reprising his role from the Clone Wars series. And the Mandalorian's Fennec Shan, played by Ming-Na Wen. The Bad Batch focuses on a group of five clones created to serve the Empire, officially known as Clone Force 99. Each clone has been created with a specific skill in mind, but they also come with a rebellious streak, leading them to be branded enemies of the state and going rogue. Oh, rogue, I apologize. All five clones will be played by D. Bradley Baker. Um, and just an awesome poster of it. And what's really cool is we're getting a new Star Wars series on, on, Star, on Star Wars Day, which is May 4th. And then that also goes... Uh, so that kind of breaks the Marvel streak because mm-hmm. you have Winter Falcon, Winter Soldier that are roll till May. Then we have a little break with the Bad Batch, and then it goes back in with Loki in June. Mm-hmm. So this is just kind of cool as it alternates Star Wars, Marvel, Star Wars, Marvel. And then it was also announced on Monday um, that the Kenobi um, announced an all-star cast, including Hayden Christensen coming back, Kamal Nanjiani, Indira Varma and many more. So that starts shooting in April, and uh, that's going to be awesome as well. So my only question with Hayden Christensen is: Is he going to be part of like flashbacks? Because otherwise, it could be anybody in the suit uh, in the Darth Vader suit. Besides, he didn't do all that great. He was he was even whiny Anakin in the suit. The whole no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's going to be in the suit, but my thought is flashbacks. Okay. It, that would be my thought. I know there's no notes, but uh, as we roll in before birthdays, um, today is March 31st. Apparently, today's the day Mario dies. There's this big thing saying Nintendo is killing him and you have to buy every video game. Realistically, today's your last day to play Mario 35 on the Switch, and it's your last day to go pick up Mario All-Stars 35th Anniversary Edition. Um you won't see them on store shelves after uh, today. They'll be pulled. So if you want to get that game for your Nintendo Switch that had uh, Galaxy, Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, today's the last day to pick it up or you're going to be paying um, out the rear from bootleggers, not bootleggers, from uh, you know resellers, sellers, resellers yeah. on eBay and Amazon. So yeah. friendly warning as Mario dies. And that is your entertainment news. Let's roll on to the birthdays, shall we? Yes, well, the last couple days, we've had a, a few birthdays here and there. So um, we missed out on uh, Lady Gaga's birthday, Reba McIntyre, oh. Julia Stiles, Vince Vaughn, Ewan McGregor. But today is um, co-founder of ACDC, the guitarist, Angus Young. He's 66. And the big birthday is, if Ryan Wink was still here on the show, he does an amazing impersonation. I can't even come close. But this gentleman play, has been in a hundred, over 100 movies and television shows. You might most famously know him as the Saturday Night Live cowbell actor that says, needs more cowbell. I got a fever. I got a fever. One fish, blue fish, selfish, 
Christopher Walken is 77. I cannot do it like Ryan Wink does, man. That guy. He's got it spot on. Guy. He was even a guest on the show one time. If you go back to an early Phoenix show, Christopher Walken did a call and talked to Christian. It was quite entertaining. <laughs> I say look at that in the archives. They don't know what episode it was. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. been quite a few. So, <laughs> But happy birthday to the last couple days. And today's birthday, guys, Walken and Young. So happy birthday. Very cool. Well, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, it is Wednesday. We're going to go through Words Are Hard. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back after these messages. After these messages. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. And we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R. Or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. And Tony's available at Facebook.com forward slash Tony.SanFilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four. Or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. Now being that it is Wednesday, and as we like to do on Wednesdays, we explore the English language, the weirdness and the intricacies of it with a segment we like to call Words Are Hard. So no guessing for you today, Tony. We're not, yeah, okay. yeah. So won't have you, you know, uh, you know, guess the meaning or, or tell us what something means. Uh, this is one where it's uh, more in the realm of translation. And uh, often I go searching for different types of uh, words or hard type uh, articles that I can run through. This one actually came to me. I was just scrolling through something and it popped up. And it's a little obscure, but it, is, it made me chuckle when I was uh, going through it. So uh, I figure it'll be a good one. So these are expressions, uh, Lithuanian expressions. But, you know, how often do you hear Lithuanian? But, uh, Couldn't tell you. <laughs> that have hilarious translations into English. So to give you an idea, in Lithuanian, you can't instantly spot a fool. But you can always see when a when a person's face is unharmed by intellect. So you're not a fool, but uh, you know what, Tony? Your face is unharmed by intellect. Mm. Basically, calling you pretty stupid, gotcha. and your face looks stupid. Oh, thank you. You got a dumb face. But you said it so nice that I would not know the difference. <laughs> Let's move on with words are hard. Lithuanian expressions with hilarious uh, English translations. For instance, in Lithuania, there are no fights, just clarifications of relationships. Actually, I like that that term. Yeah, hey, we're not in a fight. Uh, we're just clarifying the terms of this relationship. Exactly, you know. We're, we're not arguing. We're not screaming and throwing things at each other. We're just clarifying the relationship. Just, making, just making sure we're on the same page. Exactly, exactly. All right, moving on with words are hard. Again, a little more obscure today. Lithuanian expressions with literal, hilarious English translations. For instance, Lithuanians don't have a dirty mind. They have very, very curly thoughts. 
Ooh, I like it. Does that refer to the uh, short and curlies? Short and curlies, yes. <laughs> the chin hairs. <laughs> Get your head out of the cloud and stop with those curly thoughts. Yes, you're so positive. Jeez. <laughs> oh, here's one that just, again, makes absolutely no sense. We are talking words are hard. <laughs> Lithuanian expressions, hilariously translated into English. Nothing is too late either. So, Tony, you weren't too late, but uh, you may have had spoons maybe served after lunch. Oh, I don't understand the spoons part, but I, I, I'm assuming that... I, I at least get a little bit of uh, the bite of the lunch, right? The lunch is pretty much eaten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is one where I, I think the... I wouldn't use that ever. You're like, eh, you're never too late. But the spoons you don't get for lunch. Right, right. right. Don't be two spoons maybe served after lunch. Yeah. Whoop. Mm, you're very weird. <laughs> Here's one you'll appreciate, Tom. We're talking words are hard. Lithuanian kids don't go to the bathroom. They go and visit the dwarves. Well, it's not that farther away from visiting the Sherwood Forest either, so it's kind of on the same realm. I'm wondering if the dwarves live in the Sherwood Forest. Ooh. Great. Uh, gotta go see here to Pokey and then maybe Johnny. And and you, have a, you have an elf named Johnny? And yes. <laughs> Doc? Yeah. Sneezy. Ooh, I got a dopey. <laughs> got a kidding. dopey brewing yeah I really don't but yeah <laughs> let's keep moving on talking words are hard again Lithuanian expressions that have very hilarious English translations for instance Lithuanians don't merely enjoy the view they swallow with their eyes I'm gonna try that once on a date yeah. what are you doing swallowing you with my eyes of course Silly. Next, don't, don't think I'm having curly thoughts, aren't you? I mean, come on. Next time you go up to Tahoe, just make sure you swallow it with your eyes. Oh, I did. <laughs> Let's keep rolling on. Words are hard. You know, uh, in these times where people are shut in, you know, a Lithuanian doesn't go crazy. Their roof drives away. <laughs> oh, that person, man. Their roof must have drove away. <laughs> kind of lost it. No curly thoughts in that brain. It's gone. The roof the roof is gone. Well, and maybe if they're clarifying their relationship, uh, you know, if things go too bad, the roof might just drive away. Yep. Sorry it didn't work out when we were clarifying. You've <laughs> caused my roof to fall. Thank you. It's It's crumbled. Oh, uh, let's move on. Words are hard. Again, if you're just joining us and you're thinking, what the hell is going on? We are talking Lithuanian expressions that have hilarious English translations. For instance, a Lithuanian does not fail, become useless, or talk crap. They simply slice a mushroom. Oh. Tony, quit slicing a mushroom. Oh, I'm slicing mushrooms daily. <laughs> oh, y'all. Not really. But what a weird, weird term to say. Yeah. Slice a mushroom. What are you doing? Well, it goes to show how weird Wait, English the is. Wait, elves. 
They are calling my name, the elves. Are they related to the dwarves? Dwarves, too. <laughs> elves is a special one. That's when you have had too much Mexican food. Well, if you are a fan of uh, Lord of the Rings, don't mix up the elves and the dwarves. No, uh, man, oof. people get mad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. All right, let's keep rolling on. Words are hard. A Lithuanian won't give you a lecture. They'll show you where legs grow from. Wow. <laughs> Tony, come here. Let me explain this area. Whoa! <laughs> I thought you were just going to have a convo with me. And that'll just lead to curly uh, thoughts. Yeah, but then the roof might fall. It might fall off. <laughs> All right, let's keep rolling on. Words are hard. <laughs> Lithuanian expressions hilariously translated into English. For instance, Tony, maybe uh, after this, we won't want to grab a beer. If we're Lithuanian, we'll want to uh, go get some liquid bread. Ooh. That doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good. You're no. like... You, well, think about that. If you want to ask someone out, like your friends or a date, and you're like, would you like to go, I don't know, get a liquid bread? What? <laughs> you know, liquid bread. It's so chewy. It's good. I mean, you could get it in potato flavor. You could get oat nut. You could get wheat. Uh, you could get ciabatta. It, it's all good. You could put an orange in your liquid yeah. bread. <laughs> liquid ciabatta. Let's roll. <laughs> Uh, let's keep moving on. Talking words are hard. Now, Lithuanians won't lie to you, but what they may do is hang pasta on their ears. <laughs> I just pictured like a really old Italian man with noodles on his ear. Kind of like the old man from Up. <laughs> Hello, I'm Captain America. Look at my noodles. My brain went more to the curly thoughts. Okay. I was thinking uh, Ben Stiller from... Uh, Something about Mary. Oh, yeah. Ooh, is that hair gel? <laughs> Something else hanging from the ear. Yeah. Yeah, I know what I mean. All right. Uh, we've got time for a couple more. We're talking words are hard. Uh, talking Lithuanian expressions, hilariously translated into English. For instance, a Lithuanian may not be straightforward, but they will never bother wrapping words in cotton wool. Mm, but maybe they should. Tony, stop beating around the bush and wrapping your words in cotton wool. Well, I'm trying to just, you know, I got noodles on my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, and then finally, and words are hard. <laughs> Lithuanian expressions translated into English. Apparently, uh, the Lithuanians saw one too many uh, Looney Tunes cartoons because a Lithuanian doesn't get surprised. Their eyeballs pop out of their forehead. Ooh. I pictured the wolf, too, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, apparently that happens when Lithuanians are surprised. I want to uh, throw a surprise party for a Lithuanian one time. Yeah. Just to see just that. Just to see it. Do it. Do it. Like, what are you doing? Come on. We're trying to cause your roof to blow off, huh? <laughs> do it. Do the thing. Well, folks, that does do it for this edition of Words Are Hard. When we come back, we've got a segment called Emergency. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get it 
everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We've made it to the final segment, at least of the first hour. There's still plenty ahead with our second hour, including our call-in topic of the day, your favorite kid joke. Should be straightforward. Hopefully we'll get a few chuckles out of that. But if you missed a portion of this show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now in the segment that we have titled... Emergency, we are talking 911 calls, specifically funny 911 calls. Now, uh, on a more serious note, Tony, have you ever had to call 911 for anything? Hmm. No. I don't know why I had to do that with like the humor, hmm. like, hmm, no. <laughs> nah, I've never actually had to call 911. Probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a couple times, just, you know, I, I do a lot of driving and uh, I've witnessed accidents or, or something happen, called them to let them know if something happening. Oh, I lied. I have once. I just, I called and reported a drunk driver once at night because he was all over the road. Good. But that, but that was it. And that's that's what you should use it for. Yeah. Obviously, there are reasons not to use nine one one, and uh, you know there are are certainly uh, good examples of that in this segment. So that's good. I thought you were going to go more of like my uh, dad's grandkid that. Uh, that's right. <laughs> that called nine one one and posed a threat, and uh, then which my dad's house they didn't go over so well. Yeah. 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 Kid will cut you with a knife. Yeah. If you're not careful. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I go. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it. We're talking funny 911 calls. This one from user Watch the Boom. And speaking of little kid calls, a little kid called 911 because he wanted the cops to come arrest his brother. You see, their mom said that the caller's brother was supposed to share the Lego, but he wasn't sharing. The caller's brother said that he was playing with all of the Lego, which wasn't possible. There were too many Lego for one person to play with. All of them at once argued the caller. Therefore, his brother was a liar, a jerk, and a turd, and we needed to come and arrest him. (laughs) We had a high degree of confidence that this wasn't a coded request for help, so we asked to speak to an adult. We confirmed that there was no distress and closed the case. Share your Lego, kids. Sure, you're like. Yeah, that's awesome. Can you arrest my brother? He's a turd and he's a jerk and he won't share his little Grogu. And it really upsets me. <laughs> Not a reason to call 911, but still. But fun. it is to me. And I'm sure it was a, a nice little piece of levity in their crazy days. Yeah. All right, let's keep rolling on. Talking. This one from user Dispatcher12, aptly named. I got a call about a man who required extrication from an Under Armour insulated shirt. His shoulder popped out of the socket while he was pulling it on, and it was halfway off when his arm locked and dislocated. He was laughing and said, I would have driven myself to the hospital, but I would have had to drive with my arm out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I've, I've literally thrown my back out sneezing, but uh, this is just 
crazy. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It popped out of socket. Uh, I'm going to drive with it out the window. Yep. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I have heard the sneezing in the back going out. That's happened to you, and it's happened to Shipley, too. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Not fun. But uh, what is fun are these funny 911 calls in this segment. This from R and Band Girl. Random Band Girl. Random Band Girl. There you go. Band Girl. I once called 911 because I cut my finger and wanted to talk to my mom who was a dispatcher. I called crying and asking to talk to her by name. She was more pissed at my dad for not waking up when I tried to go to him first. Yeah, don't don't call your mom at dispatch about uh, a cut finger. Yeah. You know? they, they've got bigger things to, to deal with. Mom, I got a paper cut and uh, I'm going to need you to send Jerry. Yep. That's Sheriff Jerry. He's going to come over to my house and uh, we, we're going to need to help you. It's a <laughs> lot of blood, Ma. A lot of blood. By the way, Sheriff Jerry, if you're watching, hello. Oh, yeah, that's right. There is a Sheriff Jerry. <laughs> Virginia uh, City's finest. Yep. Let's keep rolling on talking. All right. This one from S. Portate. Okay. I had a grown man call in about a monster trying to get into his son's room. His son explained that the monster had climbed a tree and was at his bedroom window. It was as big as a dog and it had hands like him but tiny. I asked the kid if it had rings on its tail and he said yes. Turns out they had just moved to America a month before and never heard of raccoons. I couldn't mute myself fast enough and the father heard me laughing. I think that's what helped calm him down. I explained what a trash panda was and welcomed him to our wild jungle. No, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> there are, and if you ever think about it, there are some really weird, weird creatures out there. Oh. You know, and, and things that you would expect to see like in a sci-fi movie. Um Raccoons could certainly be one of those. Yeah, absolutely. Trash panda. <laughs> Get out of my trash, you little pandas. All right, moving on. Talking urgent emergencies. Urgent, urgent, emergency. Vagabond PTA says, I was a 911 dispatcher years ago. The specific calls that still makes me laugh. A frazzled mother called because her six-year-old had gotten onto the roof and she couldn't get him down. She kept screaming about how we needed to hurry but not because she was worried he would get hurt. Apparently, he had done this before, and last time he peed in the air vents. Nice. Tony, is this your mom? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is possible. Uh, I, I, I do like to randomly pee in places. Well, not so much in the adult life, but uh, as a younger teenage boy, yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> All right, uh, let's keep moving on. This one from Raz V. Um, well, it might help if I played the sting. Razvi says someone called because they got their head stuck in their cat's scratching post. The cat, cat scratch post. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> the cat was stuck inside with them. Throughout the call, I kept hearing things like, Ow, F, dude, this isn't fun for me either. <laughs> Could you imagine a, a cat that's just stuck in the corner and, oh. Uh, you can't get out. Your head's stuck in there, and it's pawing at it. <laughs> it just reminds me, last night at my aunt's house, uh, they were watching just funny cat videos. 
like on YouTube, like that was a thing they, cause YouTube's a little more newer to them. Okay. And, uh, they discovered just random cats and it is funny. Like so, keyboard cat. It's kind of like keyboard cat. It's just, they do some random stuff. So that uh, I can't picture that. All right. Especially all right. after watching that last night. <laughs> Let's keep moving on. Talking. Farmer External says, my dad used to be in charge of the 911 call center. One particular story I remember was in 09 when some guy called asking how much weed he could have in his car while driving through the state. They went back and forth for maybe 20 minutes and the guy kept repeating and rephrasing the question and my dad just kept responding, none. <laughs> you how about no? You can't have no freaking weed. Put it away. You can't bring it. Can't smoke it. Can't deal with it. Get it out. Of course, things have changed now a little bit. So, uh, you know, that, that that has changed since 09. But at that point, yeah, zero, none. No weed. But what if, what if I have a little bit in my glove compartment and the rest in the trunk and a little bit in my pocket? Is that okay? Uh, it's dispersed. Uh, let's move on with... Here's a fun one uh, from Brent L says, I got certified as a call taker and was mandated for overtime on my first shift. Policy was if someone insisted they saw something, we take it at face value and enter the call. Well, this lady called me just after midnight swearing she saw a chupacabra on the west side of Orlando and insisted on an officer doing an area check. Not too long after that, a coworker was in on his night off and left the building. He called two minutes later saying he saw a kangaroo hopping down the street so kangaroo chupacabra it's it's close it's i saw bigfoot yeah, yeah he hops he wasn't quite as hairy as i thought and he had floppy ears with a little weird but i seen him and he's real it was a hairy alien it wasn't it wasn't bigfoot Ew, what the, the chupacabra El chupacabra all right uh, rolling on with This from Mini Magis says, My friend had the cops called on him because he was doing liquid at the C train station. It's a form of dancing at raves where your hands move in a way that looks like they're liquid. The person who called the cops was scared it was satanic or something. <laughs> I heard he's satanic or something. <laughs> All right, uh, moved on with. Place in the Way says, I took a call with a guy who insisted he was in an argument with a man dressed as a giant Pepsi bottle. He said the man in the Pepsi suit had stolen his debit card and refused to give it back. Upon arrival, the officers told me he was high as shit and arguing with a vending machine. Now, does shit get high? Does, does, the, does the, little, uh, the little dwarf, does it, does it toke it up maybe, with MJ? Maybe you didn't want to say high as F. Yeah. But uh, in any case, I think we got time for one. Did I more. say hi as F? No. No, okay. <laughs> I got a little nervous. Maybe I did. I'm like, sometimes I do just speak. Well, saving my favorite for last uh, because we are running out of time. This from EM Doc says This woman called 911 three times in 10 minutes because she saw a service animal in a mall. He's here staring at me. No, I don't care that he's helping. He just licked his nuts. <laughs> So, folks, we are headed into our long break. Uh, enjoy the news, grab some tea, lick your nuts if you so choose. And we will see you guys in seven. <laughs>
F it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. It is Wednesday, March 31st. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo, live and in studio. Tony, are you ready for the fastest hour of the day? Of course I am. You know, even though I want this trip to drag out a little longer, it just, it's going to be like this trip. Real fast. Yep, yep. It's going to just blink and it's done. Yep. We have a, a lot of fun stuff here in the second hour, so it won't all be wasted. Now, uh, it is the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers on our topic of the day, which is why we give it 24 hours in advance. Or in the case of today's topic, we gave it 72 hours. Yeah, yeah, we gave it. It was like every day. It's like, here's Monday's topic. Just kidding. Uh, We had some issues Monday and then, okay, well, let's do it Tuesday. Oh, Tony can't do it Tuesday. All right. uh, Maybe Wednesday. Well, and here we are. We are here, and it is ready to go. We gave it plenty of time to percolate, but uh, and the reason we give it in advance is because we want you guys to call on the Phoenix line at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. Give your selection, idea, uh, <laughs> recommendation, whatever it may be. Or, of course, you can always chime in on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click into the live video there and comment or join us live on the stereo app at stereo.com forward slash Phoenix Media. Of course, uh, we will get into that in the next segment. But today's topic is your favorite kid joke. And this stemmed from uh, not this previous weekend, but the weekend prior to that. I was out with my kids and of course, they've always got their kid jokes that they hear on, well, I would say the schoolyard, but there's no real schoolyard right now. It's distance learning, but yeah. uh, you know, it's kid jokes. They're they're fun. They're wholesome for the most part, except for yours. I know what yours is going to be. No, I won't say it. Oh, you can say it. It's, oh, okay. It's uh, we're not. It's not a real kid joke. Well, and we're not governed by the FCC. And just like you, when you were a kid, it went over your head. So most kids wouldn't even no, understand I it even, anyway. I even pulled up a kid joke just in case. And I don't really have kid jokes. <laughs> Well, the thing about kid jokes is they are short, so we'll have time for a few of them. But uh, the one that really got me thinking about this topic and, and using it as a college topic was a uh, knock-knock joke that uh, had heard. And, of course, it had my kids laughing hilariously. So uh, here it goes, Tony. Knock-knock. Who's there? Al goes. Al goes who? Yes, it does. <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> I don't have the Bazinga button, did I? And Al does go who? Who? Yeah, they thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it's juvenile, but it's hilarious. No, it is funny. Like, I looked up a kid-friendly one. Okay. Even though I'll tell you what mine was. But what do you call a bear with no ears? Mm, don't know. A bee. 
Because ears. That's know. a word joke. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I'm unoriginal, and I Googled that. You're welcome. <laughs> and then I think my favorite all-time kid joke is, why didn't the toilet paper cross the road? Why is that? Because it got stuck in the crack. <laughs> See, those ones are good. Um, the, the first joke I ever learned in my life, and I've told this, I, it just sticks with me, and I did not get it until I was an adult, but what's green and smells like pork? I know the answer, but go ahead. Kermit's finger. I'm not going to explain it because there might be little ones listening, so there you go. <laughs> and uh, if I'm not mistaken, if you go watch uh, The Muppet Show on Disney Plus now, there's now a disclaimer that uh, you know some things may be outdated and inappropriate, so do we need to put a disclaimer on that one? No. Oh, okay. No. It's just one of those I didn't get until I was in high school. Like, really? Like, yeah. Wow. Well, I always thought he stuck his finger in her nose, and I'm like, why would he pick Miss Piggy's name? <laughs> Maybe a little further. Uh, I didn't have curly yeah. thoughts. There you go. Nice little callback to earlier. <laughs> yeah. Words are hard, but yeah. uh, that's, that's a lie. I always had curly thoughts in junior high. <laughs> I think we all did. <laughs> but that's what we're talking about: kid jokes. You know, maybe a little pushing it, maybe over the heads of kids, but uh, you know, could be wholesome and fun course we want to hear about it so uh, go ahead and head over to our facebook page facebook.com forward slash christian phoenix radio comment there with your joke of course click into the live video otherwise we won't see it um and then uh, you can join us on the stereo app now tony i know you pulled something up mm -hmm. uh, before we do head out to the break why don't you drop us one more kid joke one more kid joke going out let me unlock my phone here all right, scrolling to the next one. What did the fisherman say to the magician? What did the fisherman say to the magician? I don't know. Pick a card, any card. <laughs> wicked funny, huh? Yeah, wicked funny. It must have been from Boston on that joke. Baston. <laughs> Your uncle from Baston. Your uncle from Baston. What did you? What do you call a cheese that's not yours? Oh, that one. That's an oldie but a goodie. It's nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. Good job. <laughs> All right, folks. It is time. Let us know what your favorite kid joke is. We are headed into our break, and when we come back, it is all about you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and we are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, on our topic of the day. Now, uh, you can join us one of two ways here live. Either you can head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio, Click into the live video and comment there. Or shortly here, we will fire up the stereo app and uh, you can go to stereo.com forward slash Phoenix Media and uh, you can chime in live with your selection. Our topic, of the five. Day. <laughs> Our topic of the day is your favorite kid joke. We're having a little juvenile fun over here. Mostly innocent, 
little bit pushing the line, <laughs> but uh, either way, you know, we're having a good time. Now, Tony, I know you had a bunch of people chime in, yes. so uh, let's go ahead and go through their kid jokes and uh, just see uh, how much fun we can have. All right, let's have some fun with our Phoenix super fans here, starting with Jamie, um, her favorite kid joke. What did the fish say when he hit a wall? I don't know. Damn. She loved it because she could kind of swear and get away with it. Right. It's so. like that joke in uh, National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation. I'm your damn tour guide, and this is the damn tour. Yeah, exactly. You can kind of you can kind of push it a little bit with that. So that yep. was a good one. Uh, Jenny chimed in, and she said, well, this one's from her son, Dane. Okay. He said, why did the girl bring toilet paper to the party? I don't know. Because she was a party pooper. Ah. With what's a cow with no legs? I don't know. Ground beef. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. When when they oh. <laughs> well, when, you totally screwed up. The I joke did. Time. I messed here, that one up. Here, let, no kill. Here, this Tony. Game. Knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting. Moo. Yep. That's how you're supposed to say it. I was reading it like Ron Burgundy. I'm it says Ron when they Burgundy. say interrupting cow, you you move. You move. Yeah. What's the what's the fish what's the fish for the missing eye? What's the fish for the missing eye? I think that was a typo. Because it should say what's should say I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> no, I, I can't do that one because it, it doesn't make sense. Okay. Me, so. <laughs> Thanks, Jenny, for chiming in on those. And then, of course, uh, Mike and Lacey and Bella out of Nebraska have chimed in. Why couldn't the pirate go to the movies? I know this one, but why? <laughs> because it was rated R. Army mateys. Uh this one, Mike just told Bella, and he's been saving for a few days, and she wasn't amused. Uh, pointed at the trees across the street and told her, those are pirate trees. Why are they pirate trees? Because they covered in bark. <laughs> she was not amused. Bella um, asked um, why, or her joke is, why was the math book sad? Why is that? Because it's full of problems. Oh. Those are good jokes. I like them, even though I screwed the uh, knock-knock up one. Because I, I read it. It's kind of like the prompter. I tend to read what's on the screen. It's just what happens. That's all right. It happens. It happens. I couldn't be like good on Saturday Night Live. I would totally screw stuff up. <laughs> Actually, I could be really good on that show. Read all the stage direction. Yeah. And... yeah. <laughs> Going to commercial now. Keenan's line. <laughs> oh. But uh, that's what we're talking about, folks, is kid jokes. We're having fun with some juvenile jokes that just make us chuckle, make us laugh. And, of course, if you have kids, you can save up some of these and say them to the kids because there is nothing more fulfilling than the joy in their laughter when they think something is just hilarious. Of course, Bella wasn't amused by the, the bar. But that's the way it goes sometimes. So <laughs> It's funny. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you have anybody else who chimed in on your end? No, that, that was all. That oh. was our audience participation today, which was good. It was it, good. It was good participation. Yeah. The only thing about kid jokes is they are short, quick, and sweet. So uh, trying to fill a 12-minute segment, uh, obviously it goes by pretty quick. But uh, we do still have time for you guys to chime in on Facebook. But with that being said, let's go ahead and get into our stereo roulette if you want, go ahead and join us now. And uh, we are looking for a chat partner. All right. How's it going? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show today. 
Hey, man, you sound like a radio host. <laughs> I, I guess I picked the right profession then, huh? You, you did. <laughs> well, we're having a little... You grew up with the voice like that. Exactly. <laughs> well, we're having a little innocent Very fun today important. talking your favorite kid joke. Do you have a favorite kid joke that comes to mind? Oh, gosh. No, not really, no. I can't can't think of any. Not a good knock-knock joke, or, uh... I'll tell you what. Why don't I nah. give you a kid joke? Knock-knock. Go for it. Knock-knock. Knock-knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> That's a popular one. It is. <laughs> Well, so what happens if I just don't answer the door? Are you going to keep knocking? It is a that's more fun to me. There you <laughs> that go. That is kind of fun. <laughs> it's an impatient interrupting uh, cow. I'm busy. <laughs> uh, I've got I've got too many things to do. I'm sorry, I can't come to the door right now. <laughs> you know, the cow is holding a. Uh, uh, one of those Latter-day Saints Bibles, and I'm just, I'm not feeling it, you know. <laughs> just what we need. Kid jokes with existential crises. I like it. <laughs> well, we, we appreciate you chiming in. We're going to uh, keep moving on, but drop us a follow, yeah. and uh, hopefully you can join us again. All right. You guys have fun. Thanks, buddy. Much appreciated. Is his name Megatron on there? I swear to God, Megatron was coming alive in the background. It there. wasn't, but it <laughs> sounded like it. How's it going? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. Um, Hello. Hello. Right. So we're having some innocent fun. We're talking your favorite kid joke. Do you have a kid joke that comes to mind? Yeah. Let's hear it. So <laughs> They got it. That was the, the joke. You missed it. I think I, I think was, we missed the punchline. Yeah. It was ah, we on the radio. <laughs> like, do it, do it, do it. Do, do, and you get them all with uh, the stereo. radio. How's it going? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. What's up, Chris? How you doing? So we are having a little bit of innocent fun today, talking your favorite kid joke. Do you have a favorite kid joke that comes to mind? Favorite kid joke? Kid joke, yeah, like a knock-knock joke or something. You know, something kids say to each other uh, in the schoolyard. Kid. The word kid is derogatory. A kid is a, you know, you know the definition of a kid. Let's go to the origin of the question. The definition of a kid is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's a baby. Well, if I'm not mistaken, we're moving on. So <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that you are racist, dude, because a kid is a kind individual. They tell jokes. How you doing? You're on the Christian Phoenix Radio Show today. Clipped. <laughs> Hello, you have a microphone. Use it. How about? How about no? <laughs> you know, it's funny. The ones that we think we're not going to get good interaction yeah. on. We do. And for an easy one like this, not so much. We scare them. Just ask them if they have a joke. How's it going? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show today. Or not. Yeah, boom. How you doing? Hey, hey you know, 
Do you like UFC? Fighting. Boy, apparently there are. Well, on YouTube, right now. Hello. How are you doing today? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. Oh my god, your voice sounds like the radio voice. <laughs> it's the golden voice. I appreciate that. So we're, we're having a little innocent fun today. We're talking favorite kid jokes. Do you have a kid joke that comes to mind? Um, um, what, what, um, what do you call a cow with no legs? <laughs> what do you call a kid, uh, cow with no legs? Ground beef. Oh, nice. Fantastic. That was a good one. See? <laughs> Thank you. That's You're what welcome. we love. I've got a lot. We have a lot of cow jokes. Yeah, you got. What's another cow joke? Okay. What do you call um, a cow with two legs? Ooh, what do you call a cow with two legs? Lean beef. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got I've got a cow joke for you, so it's going to take a little participation, but uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. Moo. <laughs> what a rude. You're a rude cow, buddy. Jeez. <laughs> Well, we appreciate you chiming in. We're going to keep moving on, but drop us a follow, and hopefully you can chime in uh, again at a later date. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. I like See, the accents. Yeah. I do, too. You know, we get people from all around it's the world, like Australia, which is know. awesome. How's it going? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. You are not. Bye. Bye. How are you doing? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. Boy, your voice is so intimidating. Hey, 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 hey. How hey, you doing? What? How you doing today? Here's the thing. Nurse. You're on the radio with Smeagol. Nurse. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to know here's the I thing. I don't care what the deal is, dude. <laughs> Oh, uh, this is fun. You always get it. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> you in a helicopter, bro? Jeez <laughs> Louise. All we want is just one more. Yeah. Just one more. Be like the Australian girls. They were cool. Exactly. Aussie, Aussie. Hey, hey, hey. Here we go. You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. How are you doing today? Christian Phoenix, what is going on, my brother? Right on. So we're having some innocent fun. We are talking favorite kid jokes. Is there a favorite kid joke that comes to mind to you? Uh, let's see. Favorite kid joke would be, did you hear about the fight in the bathroom? No. Two bums got wet. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. Love it. Love it. That was a really yeah, good one. Well, we appreciate you chiming in. Drop us a follow. Hopefully, we can uh, get you on another show at a later date, but uh, much appreciated. Later, man. Take care. I like that one. All right. Yeah, you know, it's... Fight in the bathroom. Two bums got white. Two bums got white. I, I dig that. That was good. <laughs> I like poop jokes. Nice sometimes. <laughs> Folks, that does it for the interactive portion of the show. Yeah, mostly interactive portion of the show. When we come back, we've got a segment called Behind the Scenes. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get it 
everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. And we have a little thing we talk about a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including our interactive portion of the show, the call-in topic of the day. We give it 24 hours in advance and hope that you would call us at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, speaking of tomorrow's show, the uh, call-in topic for it is uncanceled TV. What TV show that's been canceled somewhere along the lines would you love to see come back? Have a resurgence, a reboot, or just be uncanceled. Pick up where it left off. That's what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. A lot of thinking to do on that one because there are so many good shows that, uh, well, no longer exist. Right. And then sometimes they don't do it right either. They'll bring it back and it's like a whole weird premise. Then you're like kind of takes away from the original story. Yeah. And what comes to mind in that is, you know, we're getting a reboot of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but it's not a sitcom. It is a serious drama. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like that. That's kind of one of those things like needs to be. I don't know. Right. One of those I don't think needs to happen. They're banking on the name. That's ultimately what happened. But, you know, maybe you're a big fan of the Big Bang Theory and you want to see that come back. That's what we want to know about. So that is our call-in topic for tomorrow on Thursday. But in the meantime, we've got a segment called Behind the Scenes. Now, what then this was our call-in topic from last week when we were talking about best behind-the-scenes featurettes. And there were, uh, you know, pretty much any Blu-ray or DVD you buy, there's going to be either a expansive featurette or, or a small one and bloopers and things like that. Well, I've come across a list of behind-the-scenes movie facts that uh, really sort of blew my mind. Hopefully, they'll blow yours as well. So let's go ahead and get into it, starting with this one. While looking for a tattered coat for the character playing the wizard in The Wizard of Oz, a costume assistant bought one from a secondhand store. When the actor put the coat on, he turned the pocket inside out. Written in the pocket was the name L. Frank Baum, who is the author of The Wizard of, the, uh, the Wizard of Oz books. Baum's widow later identified the coat as actually having belonged to her husband. That's the fact, Jack! Wow. Yeah. So Talk what, about uh, destiny for that role. Right. Yeah, you know, who who would have thought that, you know, the author of The Wizard of Oz passed along a code at some point that went to one of the actors in the movie. It really makes you think about how the universe works sometimes. Yeah, you're just like, well, that was meant to be. Well, yep. That was definitely meant to be. Cool. <laughs> Let's move on. We're talking behind-the-scenes facts. While filming Total Recall, Schwarzenegger noticed that Michael Ironside was constantly on the phone between takes. When he broached the subject with Ironside, he was told that he was phoning his sister and that she was currently suffering from cancer. Arnold immediately brought Michael to his trailer, and they had an hour-long three-way conversation with the sister about what exercises to do and what kind of food she should be eating and really lifting her spirits. Ironside has never forgotten Schwarzenegger's kindness, and neither has his sister. That's the fact, Jack! I tell you, you come to my trailer. Right now, come to the Terminator's trailer. <laughs> I will show you what you need for the battle of cancer. Regardless of how we good, will terminate it. how good or 
bad of an actor that uh, Schwarzenegger is. He is motivational. You yeah, know, he's he is really good. Inspiring. Uh, I remember he used to do that uh, tour across America for the elementary kids. And he'd do the fitness thing. And he went to Seeliger in, in Carson City. And uh, I was bummed because he didn't pick Empire. So uh, I didn't get to see, him, didn't but, get to see no, him. No, but my friend Katie did. And I was always a little jealous that, <laughs> of that. So. And that's where the... Uh, All my Seeliger fans. That's where the accent came from. I you were know, just so jealous. I'm so jealous you're at Seeliger Elementary. I'm here at Empire. <laughs> I'm just down the road. Come on, honey. Carson City in the very big. <laughs> Let's keep rolling on. We're talking behind-the-scenes movie facts. While filming Harry Potter in the Chamber of Secrets, Bella, the Neapolitan Mastiff that played Fang, got very protective of Daniel Radcliffe and would jump in front of him whenever the animatronic spider for Aragog would come out to defend him, resulting in them having to refilm the scene multiple times. That's the fact, Jack! That's pretty awesome, though, that the dog uh, took a, such a liking, you know? Yeah, yeah, and... We had a, uh, uh, a pity that very looked very similar to Fang that we actually uh, named Hagrid um, after, well, Fang's I remember master. Hagrid. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet boy. Let's keep rolling on, talking behind-the-scenes movie facts. Uh, this one, while filming Guardians of the Galaxy, they had to do several takes of some scenes because Chris Pratt kept making the pew-pew sounds when he fired the ray gun. That's the fact! Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny that some of the things that they have to get into character that helps them, and right. then later it's like oh, we'll edit it out or yeah, we'll make sure we get that. But well, that reminds me of the story of uh, Ewan McGregor on the set of Phantom Menace when he was doing the lightsaber scenes. He would make the sounds with his mouth, and they had to keep reshooting it and edit some of that out because he kept doing that. That's pretty funny. I would love to see like some of those deleted scenes uh, where they just do those. Th- yeah. yeah. It's funny. You add them into your bloopers or like Fresh Prince. Like I didn't catch it until we watched that reunion one, but he learned everybody's lines. And then so would mouth it. He would mouth their line right next to him and it actually made the show. And it's like, oh, crap. Right. <laughs> Oops. Uh, we love peeking behind the scenes, which is while we're, why we are doing behind the scenes facts. This one during the filming of The Lord of the Rings, Christopher Lee corrected Peter Jackson on the sound of being stabbed in the back. From the DVD commentary said, when I was shooting the stabbing shot with Christopher as a director, would I, uh, I would explain to him what he should do. And he says, Peter, have you ever heard the sound of a man, a man makes when he's stabbed in the back? I said, um, no. He says, well, I have, and I know what to do. He had been involved in some super secret operations for the British during World War II, which is presumably where he knew that from. That's the fact, Jack! Right, that's good. Well, hey, if you know what it sounds like, you can make it work and convincing. It's crazy. Christopher yeah. Lee, Count Dooku, man, he was... I never knew. That he saw he was, some shit. That, yeah, he definitely has. <laughs> Holy cow. He's been a... He's, he had a life, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Were you going to say he has a life? Because no, he's he dead. passed. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> he had a hell of a life, though. Yeah. Seems like it, at least. Let's keep rolling on talking behind the scenes facts. Uh, and, you know, this may be one of those shows that you want to uncancel. In Scrubs, the janitor almost never read his script and just improvised his role. Bill Lawrence actually said that in the scripts, he had whatever Neil says written on his lines. That's the fact, yeah! That's kind of nice. That's like trusting you just to be creative. And sometimes that's where you get your best characters is out of just not being restricted to somebody else's vision. If you have a vision for that character... You let your personality shine. 
There you go. Well, and having the showrunners have so much faith in you that you can say really whatever as long as it's in character. That's and it goes. That's huge trust. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes scripted stuff, like coming from people, you're like, mm, it's not. Right. It's not how they would sound. And other times it doesn't work out. You know, we were talking about you being Ron Burgundy. Anchorman one, it was largely improvised and turned out great. Anchorman two, also largely improvised, not so good. Yeah. All right, let's keep rolling on talking behind the scenes movie facts. An actual robber was fleeing a drugstore or some similar establishment and turned the corner onto the set of the finale of Leon the Professional. Leon the Professional. In which Leon's building is completely surrounded by cops. <laughs> Upon seeing an army of actors dressed as policemen, the robber immediately surrendered. That's the fact, Jack! Talk about being in the wrong place Pretty at the awesome. wrong time. There's like a guy's like, bro, I was planning to rob that bank later, but... <laughs> you kind of did me a solid, so uh, just give me that money, man. There you go. I'm robbing you now. Let's get rolling on behind the scenes movie facts. In Apollo 13, they filmed in NASA's Vomit Comet, a plane that flew at high altitudes and would create parabola movements, a parabola movements, to simulate a short period of low gravity. They built the Apollo spacecraft set inside the plane, and almost every scene featuring zero gravity was filmed in that plane. They flew over 500 times in the parabola, from the time that low gravity simulation would start, they would only have 23 seconds to unstrap from restraints, set up a shot, roll, and then strap back in. They completed all of these flights in 13 days. The most underrated movie fact of all time, the only movie ever to film in actual zero gravity. That's the fact, Jack! Of course, until Tom Cruise's uh, Elon Musk uh, movie Space comes movie. out. Yeah, that's awesome. I had no idea it was done like that. <laughs> Oh, and then finally... No, I think we got time for a couple more. That's uh, the fact, Jack. In the Shawshank Redemption, there's a scene where a guy feeds a maggot to a crow. The American Humane Society made them find a maggot that had died of natural causes to feed to the crow. They wouldn't have given the no animals were harmed in the making of this film at the end if they hadn't. Let's go on a little extreme. For a maggot? It's a maggot. Mm. Come on. That's the fact, Jack. That one's not moving. I think it's okay. <laughs> All right, and then finally in behind-the-scenes movie facts. During the filming of The Princess Bride, Mandy Patinkin's Inigo Montoya father died from cancer. So the actual actor, not the father right. in the movie. When he came back from the funeral, they had to shoot the scene where he kills the six-fingered man. It gives him a special fire in his eyes when he says, I want my father back, you son of a bitch. That's the fact, Jack! Aww. It makes sense. That's good, yeah, because he was pretty passionate about that yeah. line. Yeah, you use real life to uh, to inform the art. But uh, in any case, folks, that does it for this segment of behind the scenes. After this, we are headed into the final segment of the show. It is time for this day in history. Do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. We made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. 
But if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Yes, I am. Woohoo! Save my game and buy it today. Woohoo! Aren't you dead today? No! Because <laughs> I'm a god. It's a, it's a poignant impression to pick because today is the death of Mario Day. Look it up on social media, folks. Yes. In any case, folks, yes. while you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. And tell your friends because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. And sharing is caring, which is why we bring you this segment each and every day at the end of the show. We'd like to drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Passing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. This Day in History. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right. Kicking off this day in history, this day in 1084, anti-Pope Clemens crowns German King Hendrik IV as Holy Roman Emperor. Did you know there was such thing as an anti-Pope? Yeah, I'm not the Pope. I'm the anti-Pope. And you are now the Holy Roman Roman Emperor. I don't know what an anti-Pope is. I don't either. It's the first time I've heard of that. And what does an anti-Pope hat look like? Ooh. What about the anti-Pope mobile? Ooh, these are good questions. I know, I need, know. Need more info. <laughs> Always need more info. Let's move on. This day in 1521, Portuguese navigator Ferdinand Magellan takes possession of Hamahon Archipelago in St. Lazarus, Philippines. St. Lazarus. Your homeland, home. My homeland, the Philippines. Half your homeland. Yes. <laughs> no, I was going to say, yeah, partial. <laughs> Moving on this day in 1657. Thank God this didn't happen. Uh, English Parliament makes the humble petition to Lord Protector Oliver Cromwell, offering him the crown. Luckily, he declines. Oliver Cromwell, if you pay attention to this segment, you know he outlawed Christmas in England and would actually imprison people for celebrating it. Yeah. It's a good thing they didn't... They didn't uh... Make him, Make him king. Yeah. No, no. That would king been... Cromwell says, no more Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. This would have been a cool appointment. Uh, this day in 1770, Immanuel Kant is appointed professor of logic and metaphysics at the University of Konigsberg. Ooh, that would be cool. Like studying metaphysics and... Uh, yeah, you know, and logic, and uh, especially back in the 1700s when everything was metaphysical, you know, things happen because of the grace of God or because of ghosts or because of demons. Or... Go, 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 ghosts. <laughs> exactly. Moving on, the state 1814, forces allied against Napoleon. They capture Paris. Of course, he drowned his sorrows by heading over to Ferrell's and getting a piggly wiggly trough. Excellent! That's ice cream, people. It is. And he captured Paris. <laughs> Speaking of Paris, this day in 1889, the Eiffel Tower officially opens in Paris, built for the exposition Universe. At 300 meters high, it retains the record for the tallest man-made structure for 41 years. That's impressive. That is impressive. I looked at something weird this week, and like how deep Lake Tahoe was, and then Crater Lake's obviously the deepest lake in America. And you could put the Eiffel Tower... And then the Statue of Liberty, and then the there is one more 
uh, tall building, Empire State Building, you could put on, and it's still Crater Lake is still deeper than all three Seriously. stacked on each other. Yeah, nuts, right? Yeah, so it just blows my mind. Little things they didn't have that for Lake Tahoe. It was just you could put the Empire State Building in the deepest spot of Lake Tahoe, and just the tips of the Empire State Building would stick out of the lake. Interesting. That's it. Very crazy. Interesting. So next yeah. time you're in New York, you look at those things just to picture how deep those lakes are. Look at that. Learning something new every day, which is why we do this segment. Random, random stuff. Uh, moving on this day in 1939, we were just talking behind the scenes movie facts. Well, The Hound of Baskerville, first of 14 films starring Basil Rathbone as Sherlock Holmes and Nigel Bruce as Dr. Watson is released. Interesting fact about that. So they mentioned that uh, Basil Rathbone played Sherlock Holmes 14 times in seven years. So Whoa. he averaged two Sherlock Holmes movies a year. That's crazy. That's twins, Basil, twins. <laughs> That's almost like uh, Nicolas Cage, for instance. Yeah. I, side tangent, just real quick. Scrolling through the different streaming services of looking for things to watch, I can't tell you how many Nicolas Cage movies were made in 2020. I mean, at least a dozen. So did he make more than Bruce Willis? Because I think they were both on par of making, just churning out some films. I think he did. Because I think Bruce jumped the shark and he just now takes every role. Like Nicolas Cage, yeah. any role coming to you, you take it. Yeah. Not as bad as Nicolas Cage, but still. Slacks yeah. the killer pants. <laughs> Let's keep rolling on this day in 1967. The first time, the first time Jimi Hendrix burns his guitar in the Astoria, London. Tusty! Ooh. The very infamous mm -hmm. burning of the guitar. I guess I didn't realize that he had done it more than once. I thought it was yeah. just one instance. He must have had a good sponsor to, to keep doing that because guitars aren't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fender sponsored him. Yeah, okay. Well, just like, yeah, just, we'll get you another one, Jimmy. Just like that sucker on fire. <laughs> Moving on this day in 1969, George Harrison and Patty Boyd are fined 250 pounds each for illegal drugs. I've got my mind set on you. And I would assume it was marijuana. So illegal. <laughs> so illegal. You better put it away. Moving on the same day in 1969, the New York Times reviews Slaughterhouse-Five by Kurt Vonnegut on its publication saying, you'll either love it or push it back in the science fiction corner. Um, I've never read it, but there is actually a Simon Pegg, Nick Frost movie that was released last year called Slaughterhouse-Five. Well worth a watch. It's a, it's a fun movie. Was it a take on this? Uh, it might have been. I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> oh, sad day for Canadians this day in 1972. The final day of the rum ration in the Royal Canadian Navy. Mm. The last day the Navy gave Canadians rum mm. as part of their rations. No, that's Just a bummer. They, were assigned. they need more rum. <laughs> well, when they called it Black Tot Day, I figured uh, they, they were out of tater tots and I'd be pretty bummed about that. Or they overcooked them. Yeah. They're crunchy. <laughs> crispy. Moving on this day in 1973, Muhammad Ali suffers a broken jaw in a shock split points decision loss to Ken Norton over 12 rounds in San Diego. Ali wins the rematch in another controversial split decision. That's crazy you don't hear more about Ken Norton because if he could go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Muhammad Ali, especially in his prime at that time, and go... <clears throat> you know, and break his jaw, then go another a rematch and just lose in a split decision. That Ken Norton had to have been pretty tough dude, man. Oh yeah, and I don't know. There's a there's Ken Norton Jr. who is a, a football player, is That's a coach. Someone, yeah, I wonder if 
he's related. He's the, the son. But, Possibly, uh, but that's uh, that's pretty awesome to go toe-to-toe with Muhammad Ali, man. Yeah, and break his jaw. Have yeah. That, uh, yeah. Let's move on. This day in 1983, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life is released in the U.S. I love that movie Classic, so holds up well, still got good jokes. <laughs> Rolling on, this day in 1985, WrestleMania 1 at Madison Square Garden, New York City. Do you recall who Hulk Hogan teamed up with to beat Roddy Piper and Paul Ornfort? Ornfort? Orndorf? <laughs> Mr. T. And Mr. T. A pity the fool. <laughs> it's WrestleMania! <laughs> Brother. Uh, let's keep rolling on. Brother, uh, brother, brother. Saw another one. Oh, here. Brother. Speaking of WrestleMania, this day in 1996, WrestleMania 12 at the Arrowhead Pond in Anaheim. Shawn Michaels beats Bret Hart for the WWF heavyweight title. I remember watching that one. Oh, yeah, and the Iron Man match. Yep. I remember I met The Undertaker here in Reno right before WrestleMania 12. He, he did a uh, signing. Him and Paul Bear were down at Park Lane Mall, which doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> and uh, we stood in line and got pictures and met... The Undertaker. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the good old days yeah. of WWF wrestling. Wrestling. And then finally, this day in 1999, 10 Things I Hate About You, a modernization of Shakespeare's The Taming of the Shrew, starring Julia Stiles and future Joker Heath Ledger, is released. That was actually a, a fun movie for its I en- time. I enjoyed it. Um, I had George, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in yeah. it as well. Um it was a very good movie, actually. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't know how it holds up today. I was just going to say. But for yeah. us 90s kids, it was pretty damn good. Exactly. Yeah. Well, before we head out for the day, let's go ahead and run down some of today's holidays. Ooh. Where we talk about the things that we well celebrate. For instance, today is Cesar Chavez Day. Yum. It is <laughs> not a food. <laughs> I know. I was thinking Cesar Salad. It is Dance Marathon Day. All right, you better get your boogie shoes on, boogie. As we mentioned, it is Eiffel Tower Day. Okay, wee wee woo woo. It is Holy Wednesday. It is Holy Diver. National Bunsen Burner Day. Okay. It is Manatee Appreciation Day. All right. Sea cows. Yeah. Sea cows. National She's Funny That Way Day. She just kind of is. Yeah. National Clams on the Half Shell, Turtle Power. (laughs) Clams on the Half Shell, Turtle Power. Curly thoughts every freaking day. They're really curly. (laughs) It is National Farm Workers Day. Yeah, all right. Good job, farmers. It is National Little Red Wagon Day. Oh, yeah. You better push them kids around. (laughs) It is National Crayon Day. Oh, I like crayons. It is National Prom Day. Go to prom. It is National Tater Tot Day. Yo! It is also World Backup Day. So back up those computers, yeah. folks, and join us tomorrow. You get a backup prom day in case she leaves you at the exactly. for another one. Folks, we will see you tomorrow on a Thursday with Florida Man. Hope you enjoyed. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Peace. See ya.